Welcome to the Humble Beginnings Podcast on the Poor Decisions Network. I'm Ed Martin. Please enjoy our latest episode. Welcome to Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decisions Network. I am your host and game master, Nate Borges, and as always, we're going to go around and introduce our team and who they are playing, just quickly, your name, race, and class, and what you're drinking tonight. I'm the game master, and I am drinking Berkshire Brewing's Coffee House Porter. It's one of my favorite uh, coffee house porters, or favorite porters, I should say out of all time, and I find it a relatively cheap beer, but it drinks very, very well. DJ? Thanks, Nate Borges. Oh, it's DJ this... I thought I thought I was going first. I change it up. Fine. Go ahead, DJ. Thank you, Dan. Um, I'm DJ Lombardo. I am playing the Human Slayer Reggie Frostwalker, and I am drinking a Downey's Pomegranate this week. Ed, what are you drinking? Hey, my name is Ed Martin. I'm playing Ichabod, the half-orc inquisitor. And tonight I am drinking Thimble Island, Georgia. Their sour ale fermented with peaches. It um, caught my eye. It, uh, it's actually a product of Connecticut. I didn't realize Thimble Island was in Brantford, so I'll be probably stopping by there soon. Very nice. And Kelly? I'm Kelly Martin. I'm playing Timber, the gnome bard. And tonight I'm drinking Sons of Liberty's apple whiskey. Ooh. I've been meaning to pick up that. Yes, it's it's pretty yummy. It's got little undertones of vanilla in it. And I like it. I liked, I liked their original apple, but I like this one too. And Dan waiting patiently, I can see there. Hey, this is Danny Cam. I'm playing Desmond Silver, your human arcanist. And tonight I'm drinking the wettest of wet uh, water. I have little hints of um, uh, age with some um, uh, very, very subtle um, overtones of O. A little bit, a little more H than than O, but lots of We'll move on from that, and I'm going to tell you later why you're wrong and water is not wet. Annie? Hi, I'm Annie Glasgow. I'm playing uh, Arden, the wyvern druid, and also her animal companion, Phantasma, the baby displacer beast. And I am still drinking Mountain Dew Code Red because A, I'm lame, and B, I am tired. So caffeine for the win. Good plan. Thank you, everyone. So we're in the forest, right? No, actually. Our party finds themselves in the town of Fendar. And without going over the whole history of Fendar again... You were here for the market festival when suddenly the town erupted in chaos as the Iron Fang Legion has strolled into town, you know, for the festival. They came in just to see what's going on, and while they were here, they decided to take the town over. So you currently fought your way outside of the shrine with Auburn the Green, who was massively injured due to a harpoon to the chest. And as you walked outside, you've run into 
another set of Iron Fang soldiers that are outside. And they yelled that they've seen survivors. And I need everyone to roll for initiative. Okay, Arden, what'd we get? 13. Do you need me to roll for Phantasma separately? No, Phantasma's gonna go on your thing. You got it. Okay, Timber. 21. Ooh, nice. Reggie. 22. Ooh, even better. Desmond. I rolled a four with a plus three, so Desmond slip trips and falls over himself preparing for this fight. Very nice. Ichabod. 50. I'm going to assume you said 15 and not 50 because that's impossible. (laughs) 15, not that bad. Okay. And... So if everyone were to refer to their roll 20, you can see the two Iron Fang scouts over to the east that came out of a small outbuilding outside of the shrine. They're probably about 35, 40 feet away from you. And Timber, you're up first. Timber still doesn't really have any good attacks, so I can... Who was up next? Ichabod. Okay, can I... Is there a way I can aid Ichabod? I'm probably not going to do too much damage on my own. You can actually aid him. You have to move up to him and roll a d20 and get higher than a 10. All right, I can... 16. 16, okay, awesome. You have the option of granting him either plus 2 to his attack or plus 2 AC for this round only. Ichabod's on deck, then Arden. I not see the things that I wanted to see. <laughs> um... What was it? What my AC and what was the other? The attack? Uh, I'll yes. give him plus two to the attack. Okay, so for this round only, Ichabod, you have plus two to attack. And it is your turn. And so I think what I will do is. Uh, I believe I had my bow um, loaded and ready to go from, from last time. Sure. So I'd like to. Uh, Move to get a closer look at the uh, the two orcs over here, but stay kind of close to, I guess this this building here. Not get not getting right up into their face like like I did last time. All right, move your character where you deem appropriate. And you're gonna take a shot. Uh, yeah, I am gonna take a shot. I'm okay. Gonna, uh, target the closer of the two, Iron Fang one. Hit me with your best shot. Fire away. I love it when you talk about 80s songs like that. You want to pour some sugar on me later? Sweet to taste. Saccharine. So when I roll for the uh, composite short bow, I roll for the d20 and I get uh, 20. You got a 20 on the die or you get a 20 altogether? 20 on the die. Hey, so that's a natural 20. You crit. Which, on a bow, is bad news for me. So then I roll the next. It's a 1d6. Oh, actually, you have to go to confirm the crit first. So roll the whole thing again with the same modifiers. Okay. What'd you get? 17. 17 does confirm the crit. Roll 3d6 plus 15. Because a bow is a times 3 crit. Yeah. Okay, so I got seven on one, seven on the second, and seven again. 
It's weird, right? How'd you get a seven on a six-sided die? Three times. Uh, I got a plus two. So you roll three fives. No, no, that 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 plus that plus to it is already there. Just roll, take a six-sided die in front of you and roll three times. Gotcha. And then add fifteen to it. Uh, six. There you go. Five and a four. Okay, perfect. He's dead. Okay, very good. Did it go through and hit the next guy too, or? No, that's not not quite how it works. Because <laughs> you had that plus fifteen. Uh, I don't. Yeah, he's he's dead. So literally, he just like uh, hit the guy right in the eyeball. Yeah. Right, uh, right if you want to describe your kill there, if you want to, you know, just shoot him through the face, go right ahead. So yeah. So Ichabod walks around the corner slightly, sees these other two orcs, and he decides just to line one up. He's kind of been itching with the bow. He didn't have a shot with the first two guys. And he just drills one right through this guy's temple. It makes him an orc kebab. That's that's it. A hobgoblin kebab. Ah, yeah, hobgoblin kebab. Okay. Uh, that's it for Ichabod's turn. Awesome. Arden, it's your turn. So glad my bad guys are effective. Yeah, so I'm going to move out around Reggie, but I can't do that and talk to you at the same time, so hold that thought. Does Reggie do anything after being set on fire? I hope not. I am tempted to push you aside and not let you pass. (laughs) But I allow it because I want to kill things. So I'm going to step around him and go like here. Now, my range with um, my sling is 50 feet, so that's more than enough. Doable. So I am going to roll to hit him with my sling. Good plan. That is a 19 <laughs> plus 3, 22. That will hit this other iron fang that does look decidedly different than the ones you've seen before. Okay, um, 1d4 plus 2. 5. 5 points of damage. Okay, as you fling your sling at it. What about Phantasma? Um, I think he's just gonna hang out and move closer to me so that he can get an eye on the bad guys. Okay. Because he's not gonna run up there by himself just yet. Reggie, you're up. Okay, so I'm just going to move 30 feet and guard and use my uh, two-weapon two defense. Okay. To up my AC. Sure, you know you can double move if you wanted. I know, but I kind of want them to come, come to me, but no, nah, it's fine. Okay, it's Hobgoblin number one's turn, but he's dead. So, Desmond, you're up. Uh, Desmond's going going to uh, do a really wonderful hair flip, like like that, and um, he's gonna pull out his crossbow. I can go right there, and he's gonna take a shot at Semfet, the hobgoblin. I don't know his name actually, personally. I don't know him. Uh, he's gonna take a shot with his crossbow, and he's also going to say to the little little person next to him that there is a wand in his pocket and for her to grab it seeing that she is uh attack 
challenged. Is that a wand in your pocket, or are you just happy to see me? Both. <laughs> Here, you little... <laughs> uh, challenged. 21, and that is actually a crit, because it's a 19, I believe I crit with a heavy crossbow? Don't recall off the top of my head. I thought... What does it say next to it? It says, like, this little bomb symbol with 19 plus, and then it says times two. Yep. You crit 19 to 20. Awesome. So, I have to confirm that or no? Uh, yes, you have to re-roll with the same modifiers. Uh, 14. 14 does not confirm. Okay. What did you get on the die, 19? Uh, the first time, yes. Okay, so you do not get automatic full damage per my house rule, but you get to roll damage. You still hit. You just did not crit. So that will be seven damage. Seven damage to Semfet, the Iron Fang Scout, that you don't know her name. Yes. Okay. And that will conclude Desmond's turn. It's now her turn. So she's going to pull out her longbow, and she's going to fire it right back at you. Let's see. Ooh, that might do it. 21 to hit? Yeah, that'll hit. Five points of damage. Awesome. As she takes out an arrow and flings it right at your face. Okay, I don't know if Timber is still with us because the internet seems a little spotty, but it is Timber's turn. Uh, can you hear? Am I here? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Okay. Good, because when you said that, I was having trouble loading a page on Hero Lab 2, so I was like, uh oh, did I drop? <laughs> um, so Kelly knows that that's a wand of magic missile but does timber know that or no i think you did identify it okay um also is there a way to add that into my inventory that's what i was trying to figure out when uh yeah there is i'll help you with that after it's kind of a not a pain but it's a little involved okay because you know was just stuck on loading and not doing anything so i wasn't sure yeah um, i would just uh write down that it had 12 charges so as you use them um, so in that case, uh, Timber's gonna grab the wand, and um, she's never held the wand before, and she's gonna do her best to try and figure it out, and she's gonna point it at Semfet and hope for the best. <laughs> okay, so Magic Missile, if I am not mistaken, is on the Bard's spell list, so you get to use it without any, any roll, you just... cool. Oh, actually, it is not. You need to roll a use magic device to use it. Hey, what's is that just a... It's a skill. I don't think I have that on my skill list. Uh, it probably means you haven't put any points into it. So it is charisma-based, so just roll a d20 plus your charisma. Lucky for well, me, your charisma my charisma... modifier. Lucky for me, my charisma is plus four, but unlucky for me... Uh, that came to a total of six. <laughs> okay, so as you point this wand at Semfet, it sparks on the end and then fizzles out. <laughs> you are not sure if you used it correctly. Ichabod, you're up. Unless you want to move, Timber. No, Timber's just kind of standing there looking at it and whimpering. Okay. Okay, so I'm going to um, cure light wounds on... Not Richie. 
Uh, Desmond. Desmond, yeah. So do I have to walk right over to him? Is it a it's a touch yes, thing? Yes, you have to touch him. Where do you touch him? It's important. In the bathing suit area. Okay. So that is 1d8 plus 1. If you find it quicker just to roll a die, you can do that too. Alright. So I got a 6. 6 total or 6 plus the 1? Plus the 1. So 7 okay. total. 7 points of healing for Desmond. He is feeling invigorated. That'll do it for Ichabod's turn. Arden, you're up. Okay, so I'm gonna scoot up a little bit farther, and I'm gonna shoot him again. Okay, I like this plan. Glad to be a part of it. 21 unnatural. Well, obviously. 21 will hit. And yes, I count on my fingers because I'm bad at math. Don't worry. 1d4 plus 2. Where the hell's my d4? That is a 2 plus 2 is 4. Uh, 6 points of damage? Okay, let me notate that. No, 4. Cool. 4 points of damage. And Phantasma's gonna run up here and kind of hang out with me again. He's just kind of like feeling out the situation. Kitty. Reggie, you're up. Give me a moment. <laughs> You've had a moment. What do you yeah, do? I know. I move up and attack a thing. 17 to hit. 17 does hit. Roll for damage. Cool. I don't get sneak attack, damn it. Mm-mm. Not now. 8 damage. 8 points of damage. And with that, the enemy drops. Cool. I smash its head in. <laughs> You were going to continue to smash your head in. Anybody else doing anything? You are now out of combat. I would like okay. to loot the body that I just killed. I would also like to loot the other body. So, on the bodies, between the two of them, you find... Anybody got the thing up to write down treasure? I don't, but I can. Oh my god, Dan. You had one job! Okay, on the body, you find a set of studded leather armor... A long sword, a long bow with 20 arrows, two potions that you are not sure what they are, two bottles of alchemist fire, padded armor, a composite longbow with a plus two rating, it's a strength rating, with 20 more arrows, a hand axe, a masterwork battle axe, a regular backpack, a bedroll, a blanket, a mess kit, a small tent, three provision points, and three gold. Uh, the composite longbow, the plus two strength, that would add two strength to whoever is holding it. So with the strength rating on a composite bow, whether it's composite longbow or short bow, are rated for a certain strength. This one being plus two. What that means is you need to have at least a plus two strength to be able to draw it back. It does add that plus two to the damage, though. And it's a D6 for a composite longbow, right? Correct. So this would be a D6 plus two. Hmm. So, like, the backpack. Which one had that? The uh, the one that is in front of you, the scout, said that. Cool, I'll take the backpack. Uh, I'll snag oh. the uh, bottles of Alchemist Fire. Does anyone else want that longbow? The regular longbow or the composite? The composite. I have no use for it. I have a plus two strength and I have a short bow right now. 
Take it then. I have a heavy crossbow, so I'm I'm not gonna back with a D10. I'll take the Plus battle one. axe. Nate, what does that uh, give me? The battle axe. Uh, it's a regular battle axe. Okay. Actually, it was it's a, a masterwork. A masterwork, yeah. I was going to say, there was a regular hand axe, I think. Yeah, so what a masterwork does is it gives you a plus one on attack rolls, but not damage. Sweet. Is there anything special about the studded armor? It's studly. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about all I got. Is uh, studded leather armor better for you? That's what I'm trying to look at. There is a lot of loot on these bodies. Yeah, this is a lot of loot. Um, can I uh, roll to see what the potions are? Sure, roll a spellcraft for me. Fifteen? Fifteen. You are not sure. Wow. I okay. don't know what this is. So, off air after last session, I showed the group a map of the city. They would have been in this small town for a short while, so they know the layout. Basically, the town is small and situated around a circle. The shrine sits on the western portion of the city. They were instructed that they should go check out the inn, which is to the north with the bridge. The trading company is to the southeast, and Orold Shop is to the east. Looking to the north to see the inn and the bridge, you can see many hobgoblins run across the street as you look darting in and out of buildings. Looking the southern route, you can see the trading company. You see more of them. There's a lot of buildings on fire. There's a lot of chaos. You see people being stricken down in the streets. Which way do you guys go? You're standing in the middle of the road. Do we want to check? Do we want to check the building that these two seem to be standing in front of? Exactly what I was thinking too. Sure, you can head over there. Can we have a quick look through it? Sure. We got a roll or no perception? Well, you got to get in there. You can move in there and take a look. So after uh, seeing those those guys standing out front, Ichabod decides that, hey, let's take a look in this uh, building here. As the players check out the little shack that is off to the side, it just appears to have a bed, a desk, and a, like a minor like footlocker in it. Rooting around real quick, you don't really find anything of use. It looks like this is just where somebody stayed that attended the church, like, not attended, but uh, helped run the church. Probably uh, Rhina, who is with you, which she is currently with Auburn the Green. She couldn't have told us this? She probably could have, but... <laughs> Before we kicked in her door? Exactly. <laughs> I guess uh, there's nothing important in here. Let's get out of here and get towards the trading post, I think we should go next. Or the blacksmith for weapons uh, and such. I do like that one. Idea the too. trading post and the blacksmith are actually the same building. Oh, even better. There we go. Let's go. That's convenient. Okay. As you follow the southern road, a signpost by the road announces the clapboard of a wooden shop and a barn-like smithy sharing a single large stone wall to the Fendar Trading Company. The smithy's double doors stand open, revealing a large, still-glowing forge within. Two slaughtered goats and a dead horse fill an adjacent animal pen. Many fresh scratches and dents mar the trading post's heavy wooden doors, and a chair leg juts out through one broken window. Small flames lick at the thatched rooftop where a red-hot iron has been tossed. Anyone who knows and is a local knows that this is the heart of Fendar. 
This is where farmers, hunters, trappers, artisans, merchants all stop to buy, sell, or trade. The store primarily sells seed, timber, farm supplies, and contracts for raw materials and all sorts of odds and ends. But the smithy is built upon the ruins of an old fort when the Chelish ruled this area. The current smithy is built on the ruins of that old or sorry, yeah, the current smith is built on top of the ruins of that old fort's forge. It is owned and operated by a cantankerous and scheming local smith named Kinning Blondbeard, a female dwarf. And if you all join me on roll 20. As you approach, you notice that there are loads of timber, livestock, and other large supplies outside of the trading company, but they were all cleaned up for the festival. Instead, you see three Iron Fang soldiers outside the smithy doors, their chests heaving and already look to be injured. Roll for initiative. Okay. What did we get for initiative, Reggie? Uh, I got a 18. Cool. Desmond? 20. Okay. Arden? 21. Nice. Timber? 4. 4. And Ichabod? Rolled a two, but they have a minus one to initiative, so... You shouldn't have a minus one to initiative. What do you have? Uh, you do have a minus one to initiative. How the fuck do you do that? That's impressive. Yeah, that is. Is your dexterity that low? No, I don't know what you did. Is it maybe his armor bonus? I'll have to look into that later. Because he added too much uh, gear? Maybe. I'll have to look into your character later, but so far, so you rolled a two, so you have a one? Yeah. Interesting. Okay. It's a bold strategy, man. Yeah, let's see how that works for you. Ow. <laughs> oh, there we go. Okay, Arden, you're up first. Okay, cool. So, wait, where am I? Oh, God. Why is this zooming away? I have no idea where you are. I would be surprised if you weren't keeping tabs on where I was, Reggie. So I don't set you on fire. Who says I am not? <sighs> I don't feel like being caught on fire again. So while Arden is moving around there, you do come upon this large building. You do see the smithy yard. I did mention you see the iron fang sitting outside there. And the building is on fire. Uh, that is something to take note of. Do we do we yeah, want to really go very split a little bit and we'll have some of us go inside and grab his weapons and material? You can also double move. You can take, uh, you can move twice your movement if you want to use your standard action as a movement. Yeah, I'm gonna. Or you do could that. run. I'm gonna. I'm gonna move. I moved up here, but I'm gonna move another. I'm gonna go over here. Like to this side. Okay, and Phantasma? He's coming with me. Just sticking by you? Yeah, we're being all stealthy over here in the corner. Okay, so as the party approaches from the northwest, Arden and Phantasma move to the northwestern corner of the building. Okay. Desmond? Uh, I should have the range. It's 120 feet for crossbow. I am going to take a shot at. Uh, Iron Fang 2. He's staying Number in front. Number 2. Okay, the guy that looks different. Uh, 15. 15 will not hit as the arrow flies by him. That's it for me. Okay. 
it is actually number two's turn. So you see them kind of, their chest heaving, and they're kind of all upset about what's going on here. And he just saw an arrow fly by him. He's going to move his compliment. Yeah, he's going to move up here. He's going to double move as well. Okay, Reggie, you're up. Oh, fudge. Oh, yeah, I can go out and kill something. Move to here. I'm going to use... I can't sneak attack, so I'm just going to roll for attack. I get a dirty 20. That'll hit. And I got six damage. Six damage on number two. Okay, so as you stab him... And can I use my second hand? Yes. Yeah, then I'll use my second hand. Nope, 13. Okay, that does not hit. Okay, so as Reggie moves up next to a wheelbarrow to attack the hobgoblin closest to the party. Cool. Okay, it is number three's turn. He's going to move up here. Moving up next to the wheelbarrow. Next, number one's turn. And he's going to move right there. So for everyone listening that doesn't understand what right here and right there is, they are now not flanking, but surrounding Reggie, who's now moved up to attack number two. There's one to the southwest of him, the south of him, and the east of him. Timber, it's your turn. All right. uh, Timber still has the wand in her hand, and she's going to give it another go. So she's going to point... Uh, uh, she's going to move, first of all, so that she doesn't accidentally hit Desmond. Um, let's see, so I can go... Actually, magic missile automatically hits its target. You just have oh, to actually okay. make it. <laughs> okay. Uh, in that case, is there one that looks like he's more of a threat than the others, or are they? do they all look equally... Uh, the one that's labeled number two is probably more damaged because uh, Reggie did some damage to it. Well, no, but I mean, who, so he look. so if he looks like he's pretty hurt already, I'm going to assume that that he's not the biggest threat. That that would be Timber's assumption. Oh, okay. So Timber's trying to figure out which one to aim for. Sure, uh, the other two seem about the same. Okay, uh, I'll go for number one then, and I'm going to give the wand another go. So Timber points the wand at number one and gives it a big shake, and that was a charisma roll, right? D20 plus charisma. Alright, let's see. Ooh, uh, dirty 20. Nice, okay, so 20 is exactly what you need. So the magic missile sparks out of it and comes flying at it. One missile flies out, 1d4 plus 1. I'm using the... Yeah, just roll regular dice if it's easier for you. Yeah, then, um, they're not in the room with me, my... Yeah, whatever's easier for you. Might be easier to go grab them because I see how to roll a d20. I don't know if I see how to... Let's see, unless this will... Well, while you grab them, I'll move on to Ichabod's turn. So. All right. Okay, Ichabod, it's your turn. Okay, so what I would like to do, and you can just walk me through what I would have to roll because I can double move here, right? And so I think I can move close enough to get next to Reggie. But so I have this spell called touch of combustion i also have the uh my melee weapon with it which is a spiked chain and i would like to hit one of the hobgoblins probably iron fang number one um to try and set him on fire with my chain 
Okay, uh, let me see how this spell works, because I don't know anything about it. Okay, so it's a melee touch attack, so you don't hit him with your chain, you just touch him. Okay. So, let's see. So I'm going to skip on that, and I'll just hit him with my spike chain. Okay, so it is down more health because of Timber's magic missile that we're waiting on the damage for, but not a big deal. That was 1d4 plus 1, right? 1d4 plus 1, yes. Uh, 4. Four points of damage. Okay. So Ichabod's going to run up and try to whack number one. To hit, I rolled seven all in. Seven's going to miss. So you come up and you just get so excited about hitting with your chain. You just swish right by him and he dodges out of the way. Yeah, fantastic. Okay, round two. Arden, you're up. Okay, I am close enough now that I am going to come up to this guy here. I am going to try and slash at him with my sickle. Okay. Does she get any additional attack bonus for that? Uh, for that, no. But if she were to move down one square, she would get a flanking bonus. Am I allowed to do that since I have no idea what I'm doing? <laughs> yes, I'm, honestly, I so here? theoretically I don't think you're allowed to because of the rules about taking out a weapon while moving and crap, but I find them to be really tedious and stupid, so I'm just going to allow you to do it. Got it. It's all based on whether you have a base one attack bonus or not, and I don't think you do, so it's really stupid. So what am I rolling? You're rolling whatever the damage is for your sickle, or the attack for your sickle, I should say. And what am I adding to it? Yeah, whatever it says to. I'm trying to look up for what it says for you to do. Uh, plus two. Yes, so plus two to that sickle. is... 18 plus 2, dirty 20. Dirty 20 will hit. Okay. So you roll 1d6, oh, yeah, 1d6 plus 2. 6 plus 2. 4 plus 2 is 6. 6 points of damage on Hobgoblin number 2. Alright, Phantasma's gonna come with me. Okay. And come right here. And he is going to bite this guy. Or attempt to bite this guy. Sure. He's looking pretty rough. 22. 22 hits. How would Phantasma like to kill this guy? Phantasma's gonna rip his face off. Oh, okay. Nice. It's, you know, very nice kitty. Am I rolling the damage? No, no. He, he had one health left. Anything oh. he did was gonna do it. Yeah. So he just, like, literally tears this guy to pieces. Okay, so as that guy sits on the ground, bleeding out, because he's not dead dead yet, but he's mostly dead. Desmond, you're up. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. Alright, so... Yeah, technically by the rules of the game, he's not dead dead. He is bleeding out and dying. If someone were to lo come along and heal him, he would be alive. How do I make sure he's dead? Let him bleed out, or continue attacking a downed foe, which is frowned upon. Ah... Alright, so... Frowned upon by who? Uh, your alignments. Well, maybe not all of you. Technically, Phantasma's neutral. I'm gonna park that guy right there, and I'm going to uh, smack him with the quarterstaff. Okay, again, I'm ignoring the rules of switching weapons in combat. Actually, the only thing I will say is, you probably would have dropped your bow. I'm not going to allow you to put it away safely. Yeah, I would have probably just set it down and pulled out a quarterstaff. Um, okay. 
And I think I still have something running because it looks like everything's. I should. Uh, Inspire Courage should be dropped, right? Yes, that is okay. gone by now. Okay. So if anyone has that running, you should unclick that. Okay. I figured that was. I, I, I undid my mage armor, but I wasn't sure how long Courage was supposed to last. Uh, it's rounds. Alright, so. Attack him with my staff. You're attacking Iron Fang 1. Okay. What is this? It says plus 3. Oh, bludgeoning. Okay. Uh, 21 to hit. 21 will hit. It is actually a um, flanking too, so plus two, but yeah, 21 does hit. Yes. And he smacks him for eight bludgeoning damage. Roll the five. That's it for Desmond. So what'd you say that was eight damage? With eight damage, he drops as well. Okay. Uh, it was going to be Hobgoblin number two's turn, but his face is currently being eaten by a kitty. Reggie, you're up. Can I move around um, the Hobgoblin and move over to this point right here, Nate? Make me an acrobatics check to go over that wheelbarrow. I just rolled a 17. I know I have enough for that. So, yeah, 23. 23 will hit. Cool. Well, that's for the acrobatics check. Oh, yeah, 23 will make it over the wheelbarrow. Sorry. Uh, It's a 18 to hit. 18 will hit. 5 damage. First attack. Second offhand is a 16 flat out. A 16 will hit. Cool. So 5 damage on the first one. 16 will hit. What do you got? 4 damage. 4 points of damage. Very nice. Okay. So as you stab at it twice with your 2 weapon crap. My short sword and my dagger. (laughs) It's going to take a five-foot step, which does not provoke an attack of opportunity. Oh, wait, I forgot. I had sneak attack on that. Yeah, well, you forgot it too, Ed. And if I can click on the right goddamn guy. Okay, here we go. Finally, I get to roll dice. And mother pause bucket. Yep, I missed. That was a two. After all that. Okay, awesome. Timber, you're up. I'm just checking to see. None, nobody is close enough for me to aid or anything. Well, you got to be touching so, people to aid them. Yeah, no, I was, I was just measuring to see, and the closest person to me is 30 feet away. My movement's only 20. You could, like, delay your reaction or just wait. I will tell you that Ichabod's up next. Could also start heading towards the, yeah. the house. Yeah, I'll take... 20 feet of movement towards the towards the house, I guess. Um, you can double move for 40 if you want. Okay, I was just trying to check and see if... Now, you know what? I'm going to save that. Alright, so yeah, I'm just going to move. I'll, I'll double. Or if, if I double move, is that my only choice of what I can do? No, it, double move would be your full turn. Okay, yeah, that's what I meant. 40 feet will get me pretty close to the house, so that's 40 feet right there. Okay. And that's that's it. Okay, Ichabod, you're up. There's a lone hobgoblin. I'm going to move over to him and try and hit him with my chain. Where are you moving? I don't have enough movement to... Well, I, I would have to go around both the corpse and Desmond, right? If you're trying to get to that this spot here, you can just move down. Yeah. You are now flanking with Reggie, standing in front of Desmond. 
Yeah, I'd, I'd like to uh, hit him now. Okay, roll to attack with a plus two bonus. What's a 17, Sam? 17 will hit. Roll for damage. <sighs> Thank God I finally hit. And nine total. Nine points of damage. How would you like to kill him? I'm, I'm flanking. Oh, he's dead. Like, he's... he's Currently? Oh, yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I'm saying I, I was originally front. Yeah. I'd like to go up behind him. I see he's facing Reggie, and I take my spike chain, wrap it around my hands like a uh, an assassin would with a piano wire, and uh, I'd like to pop his head off. Ooh, you're going to garrote him. Is it garrote or garrote? Garrote. I am in awe. <laughs> Reggie's just in awe at this scene. <laughs> At least I didn't set you on fire. <laughs> so, speaking for that. of being on what fire, the building is still on fire. What are you guys doing? Uh, running in there. I will agree with that. <laughs> Where are you going to run? The door is located right in the middle of the building there. Okay, this upside-down, backwards, L-shaped building is about 100 feet long by 60 feet wide. In the first 20 feet towards you, there is a door that leads into the trading company. Further south towards the elongated part of the yell, there is a set of double doors that lead into the smith. And outside the smith, there is an animal pen. The whole building is currently on fire. You can hear the cries of help from people inside. Do we gotta kick the door down? It is currently barred from the inside. I shout out, open the damn door. We're human, kind of. You're going to hear them say, it's going to take some time to get to get this stuff out of the way. I don't know if we have enough time. Where, uh, so I scout around the building. Is there any other? There is not any, uh, there's not any other way into the trading company, but as far as anything around, there is the forge that you just walked up to, and there is a trough full of water in the animal pen with buckets nearby for the animals. So, do you want to douse yourselves with water and just try running in? Uh, yeah. Let's do it. So, I run to the water, take a quick dive. You're just gonna get all your stuff wet? Uh, maybe. Do we have a. No. Wrap like a wet rag around your mouth or something. That, that, I could do that. A respirator. Yeah, I like that idea better. (laughs) And then, what are you gonna do? Run at the door? I. Wait, Ichabod, uh, you want to help me blast through the store? Yeah. Okay. Um, I would like one of you <laughs> to roll a strength check and one of you to roll an aid. Who wants to roll the aid? I'll roll the aid. You probably have a higher strength than me. Really? As a slayer? He's dex based. I'm dex based. Oh, okay. I'll roll strength. You're going to aid as well? 15 strength. So one person's rolling strength. Other people can roll aid. Oh. If you roll aid, you roll the d20 plus your strength modifier on this one. And you have to get above a 10. And that's to successfully aid. Ichabod, hold on on your check until the aids happen. Yeah. Is it... 18? Is a cantrip a, a full round turn or is it something I can do... Several times in a turn. Uh, it's once per round. It's a standard action. Why? What do you have? I'd like a resistance. Ooh, interesting. I don't even know what the hell's going on. I'm just going to roll an initiative die and just subtract the three. What is your strength modifier, Dan? 
Uh, my strength modifier is plus two. And I rolled a 16. Okay, so you successfully aided. Okay. I'm going to aid as well. I rolled a 12. I rolled an 18. Okay, so that's another. So that's plus six to your roll. Uh, Is yeah, Arden helping? Uh, so you're all pushing against this. That's a nat 20 plus one. Woo! Okay, so you, you have a. So. Oh, hold on. You guys are all for me running out a door into a flaming building. <laughs> like, you guys don't like me that much, huh? Literally straight. Normally, I don't think you can add this many aids, but I think this is fun. I would like Ichabod to roll a d20, add your strength modifier, and then add eight. Do this with the uh, real die here. And I got a 15 plus my strength modifier, which is two, 17, and then plus eight, you said? Mm -hmm. 26. 25. By the power of Grayskull! I'm gonna count. 25 is enough to burst through the door. <laughs> I have arrived. It is. <laughs> I have arrived. It was actually a strength check of 25 to break the door down. Go us. Good job, so, guys. As you break the door down, Badass. the room is starting to fill up with smoke. You do find a number of people and the dwarf I mentioned before inside the. Well, trading post. This is the trading post. Should we part. just like start yelling for everybody to get out? Yeah, get the hell out of here. Go, go, go. Uh, waiting on Nate on that one. What uh, people are actually going? Or I don't know. Yeah, the people are. Oh, sorry. The people are moving out. I'm just not moving all the NPCs there. I was looking up something. Are you guys doing anything else? Uh, you burst through this room with the obscenely high strength check? Quick perception check around. <laughs> yeah, is there anything worth worth grabbing before we leave this burning okay. building? Are you making separate perception checks, or are you aiding again? Um, I, I guess... Do you want to aid me? I have a pretty high perception. I'd say we all, like, pers you know, like look at our, look at our own self. Like, okay, how many we'll I need you to look? Yeah, I'm gonna do a perception check too. Yeah, essentially, aiding to look is like, I'll oh, look over here, and you just add your plus two if you get it. You know. Yeah. That, okay. Then we just do one big one. Ooh, I I don't see shit. Yeah, neither do I. <laughs> well, I got a twenty-four, so. I have I have a plus six, but I rolled a natural one, so. <laughs> okay. Uh, get out your loot list. Oh my god. Inside. You find a longsword, two battle axes, an alchemical silver rapier, a masterwork light steel shield, another masterwork backpack, a climber's kit, and eight water skins. And because your perception check was so high, you also spot a hinged floorboard behind the counter that is hiding a plus one buckler. I take that. <laughs> With your two weapon fighting, good plan. And it has the holy symbol of Droskar on it. Seeing you exit the building with that buckler, Kinning the dwarf just kind of grumbles at you and says, You're just as bad as the Hobbs with your looting. But I'm thankful that you are here, otherwise I'd be dead. Listen, we are just trying to save everything we can. You're welcome. Yeah, I... I saw something cool and I took it. Sorry. Did you leave anything else good inside? Yeah, yeah. Did you leave anything else you find valuable in there? Just all my personal possessions. 
Uh, that'll be fine. Yeah. All right. You could have said nothing. Your life is more important than your valuables. You're fine. Well, yeah, but, uh, I mean, it's still burning. You can go look, but I don't recommend it. I'm not going back in there. Good idea. What are you guys doing now? Uh, running to the forge and trying to clear that out before that burns down too. Okay, so as some of you might have noticed, as you run over to the forge, you can see a small earth elemental has come out of the building just slightly. Like friendly earth elemental? It looks like it's going to be mad. You're not sure due to all this commotion. It doesn't immediately attack you, it just seems to be staring at you inquisitively. Uh, I shout at the Earth Elemental to help us. Do, do we know anything about Earth Elementals? You could roll your monster lore. Can I ask the... I would like to do that. The, it's funny you mentioned that. Can I ask the blacksmith, is this thing yours? I don't know where the hell that thing came from. So it's that's definitely not, not mine. Yours. Okay, so we sh that's that's evil. Good luck, guys. Okay, hold on. On a monster lore check. So that would be... Give me a second. A knowledge planes check. I just have knowledge arcana and knowledge history. I rolled an 11 on knowledge planes. Okay. 11 is enough... So this is a small earth elemental, as the name suggested. I can give you one piece of useful knowledge. Is there anything in particular you'd like to know about it? I mean, the most useful thing would be to know if it looks friendly. <laughs> is that something you can tell me? I'm going to... I'd like to step in. <laughs> so I'm going to say that's going to be a different check that I can have you make. So is there anything else you'd like to know about it? Um, what, what's it look like it's made of, or is there a weakness that we're familiar with? So, it doesn't have a particular weakness, but it has immunities to certain things because it is an elemental. They are immune to bleed, paralysis, poison, sleep. They cannot get crit or be flanked, and they do not take additional damage from stuff like sneak attack. And Reggie's so screwed away. at this point. <laughs> That is yes. my bane. I'm out. <laughs> I'll study it. Other than that, can... Timber, as per your other question, can you make me a perception check? Ooh, that I can do. Hero Lab is not liking me right now, so we're going to roll the real die for this one. I got an 11 for that, too. Okay, an 11. Uh, it's not immediately coming after you, and it's not in a defensive posture, but... It does look like it could hold its own. Uh, can I run into there without actually... Don't do that, please. Well, as Ichabod there is closing in on it, because sorry, I haven't looked at the map, and Desmond moves closer, you can see it kind of tenses up a little. It's not immediately attacking you, but it is uh, kind of getting into a more defensive position. It seems like it's protecting the forge, so... has been run fast. Do you guys want to continue with us looting the town and getting as many survivors out, or do you want to really go to that thing and start another fight? I think we should be on our way. 
as soon as possible. Though. I think we should check out that forge, though. There could be good weapons and such. I think we got pretty good. Or more survivors. Or survivors. What are you guys doing? This thing's standing in front of you. I'm not attacking it. That thing's my arch enemy. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I would want to attack it, but maybe I can sneak past it to get into the forge. Oh, it definitely sees you. You're not sneaking, but... But if, if it if it doesn't sense us as a threat, would it attack us? Mm, there's only one way to find that out. You can also try talking to it. Well, I you... did ask it. I said, "Are you are you with us? Are you are you friendly?" Do you want to roll a diplomacy or an intimidate on that? Diplomacy. Okay, roll a diplomacy for me. I'll try to intimidate if this doesn't go well. I wouldn't do any sort of intimidation. Anybody going to aid me on this? Does anybody have a better diplomacy? I have a good diplomacy. I can I can aid. Gnome, I'll, I'll aid you. Talk to this el elemental. Okay. So okay. normally I don't have you do this, but what are you doing to aid in this diplomacy? <laughs> oh, fine. I, I, I got a 19. Thank God. You can see it on Hero Web. Yes, but what are you saying? Because you can't just say, I aid diplomacy. What are you doing to help in her easing this thing's mind I mean I've, I've like put my hands up like we are not here to harm you we're just here to save people okay nope that that's enough so it, the, the gnome rolled the diplomacy well, I was going to aid her but I just, just ended up rolling it for shits and giggles that's that's why I ask if you uh, whether you aid or do the real check so because Kelly could get a two here yeah So you're going to take what you rolled, Kelly, add your diplomacy, and then add another two to it. All right. Well, I rolled a 14. My diplomacy is eight, and then another two would be 24. Okay. And what are you saying to it? Um, I'm going to go up to it and say, hey, 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 we're not here to harm you or anything. We're, we're friendly, I promise. Um, we're, we're looking for... You know, survivors or anything, anything useful that can, that we can use to to help the town, to help the other people, to help us. Like, can you? Bart, can you? sing it a song. Yeah, <laughs> yeah please don't. So, it just kind of stares at you, and he just kind of moves over here to the west, sneaks by you. Well, it didn't attack, so that's something. Should we follow it, or do you think it's... It, it just kind of moved it and stopped. I'm, I'm kind of asking everybody else, you know, should, should we... Is it trying to get us to follow it? What's it doing? Let's check inside, keep an eye on it. I mean, I don't suppose you speak its language, so... Do we know what its language is? Well, what are your languages? No, I can see yours, you do not speak its language. Uh, Draconic Elven Goblin. Nope. Okay, so are you guys moving into the smith or no? Yes. Okay. Inside, are you looking around? I'm assuming oh, you yeah. are. Okay, I'll save you the perception check here. Thank you. Inside, you find an ever-burning torch. You also find two half-elven hunters, Larosa and Tidel. 
they thank you as they came out from their hiding spot, you know, and grab their long bows, and they say, Okay, you can take care of the townsfolk now. We've got goblins to hunt. These these two were just hiding in here? Yeah, did you did you see that that big creature? Yeah. I mean, did you try talking talk to, to it? it. <laughs> no, why would I talk to a mindless creature? I don't know. We did. Is there anything else in here? Yes, actually. They're hanging from a nail over the workbench is a set of keys. There's also several notes written on the board nearby about the bridge in town because Kinning, is the uh, owner of the trading company Blacksmith, has been contracted by the town to repair it. So you could take a look at it if you wanted, you know. Is that a perception or is No, you like... just you just kinda look. Okay. Because I I'd like to take a look at that because I'm assuming it's like blueprints and like engineering schematics. Yes, models. kind of. Yeah. I mean not super super high degree, but yeah. Is there anything that would indicate a weak point on the bridge? Not necessarily a weak point, but definitely you can see how it's put together that you would have to make a separate check. You can do it now if you'd like on it, or you could do it when you look at the bridge. Um, I'd, I'd like to do it now, because if it's something that's kind of obvious when we get to the bridge, I would just like to be able to understand that a little bit better, but I don't know if my guy's smart enough to do that. Do you have knowledge engineering? I do. Okay. Smart uh, person. Yeah. So, have timber roll. Uh, nine plus two, so eleven. Eleven. Uh, you're not sure, but again, you can take a look at the bridge and you see different areas on the, you know, that seems like, uh, it makes sense it could be over here, that this could be something that could do it, but... You're, you're not quite sure. I mean, definitely you can tell, oh, blowing it up in this spot or attacking this rock or, you know, removing this one stone doesn't make the whole thing collapse, but you're not quite sure. Okay, I guess that's what I was looking for. I will also tell you, because I'm not sure if you guys remember or not, that this hunter, LaRosa, the woman, uh, she was the one you found the amulet of in the shrine. Oh, should we give that to her? Uh, it's up to you. Does someone want to... Can we ask her what it is? her up about that? I'm good. But I think we should start moving. Yeah, let's, let's go. I'd say we give her the amulet. Really? Alright, well... Or at least show it to her. Maybe she can help us figure what this thing does. That's what I was thinking too, but... We can do it on the way to our next point. Well, they're going in a different way. If I were to cast Detect Magic on that amulet, what would I... What would I uh, feel? You detect no magic. You know what? Let's let's keep moving. We'll, we'll hang around tomorrow to see what's going on with everyone here. They're going to head off in a different direction from you. As they said... You, got, you can take care of the townsfolk. We'll go take care of some goblins. Okay. Do we want to take care of people, or are we just getting to the bridge? Yeah. 
Which, where are we going to next? What was the next point? The closest next location? From this direction would be uh, Oral's shop. He's a alchemist of sorts. Well, we should head there. Yeah, we want to we want to get there before fire gets to the chemicals. Yes. Okay. So yes. as you guys go to the east, these guys are going to head out to the west. So let's let's tell them to meet here. I don't know when things settle down or something. Meet at the trading company. Yeah. Okay. That, that should work. I agree. I like that plan. Okay. So as you guys head east down the road, you can see uh, another building, and outside of it is another signpost in a small shingle, you know, swaying from the top of it. It's one of the few buildings in town that's made entirely out of stone, with mortared white blocks from the walls with this odd-shaped cottage. Scorch marks are shifting color from black to blue to violet on one of the walls. And the door to the shop stands open with bloody footprints inside. And again, if you will check out your rule 20, we'll move to a new map that I have to add you all on. And as I finish adding you all on here, and now zooming in because I can't see shit, you do see the bloody footprints, and you can see what looks like between all of you, two hobgoblins sitting inside. And it looks like there's a trail of blood on the inside and these two hobgoblins with their backs to you. And we will pick it up there next time in front of the shop. Hey, Nate here, but you may know me as the Benevolent GM. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decisions Network. We would love for you to like, star, rate, or review on whatever streaming service you are using. If you like what you hear, please support us on Patreon. Your help can bring new members who are still lost in the forest. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Humble Beginnings on the Poor Decisions Network. This has been our presentation and interpretation of Paizo's Iron Fang Invasion Adventure Path and background music by Sirenscape. Join us next time.